Hi, and welcome back to Bird is the Word podcast. Thanks so much for being here, and it's Monday. I hope that everybody has a great week. Let's wake up. Let's, you know, get everything started. Let's be positive, and let's just have so much fun that time is flying, and it's already Saturday, or I guess Friday, right? Nobody really wants Saturday because then it's Sunday, and then you got to go back again. So let's make time fly. Because time flies when you're having fun so that it's Friday and we get to sleep in and we get to go to the gym and go canoeing and do these fun things. I'm just naming things that I did last weekend that were really fun. So, uh, yeah, thank you so much for being here. And I hope that you are enjoying my stories. Um, Make sure that you do subscribe, turn your notifications on follow tell all your friends i'm noticing that a lot of people have like their friends their relatives listening and that is awesome i am just so honored i'm gonna say it every episode because i i just feel like who am i like i'm so humbled by like by all of it and you know the fact that you guys are saying that i'm like making it fun i'm having fun doing it and so i love y'all all and i feel like we all have a good spiritual relationship due to this podcast. So yeah, let's get into it. Today, we're going to talk about Noah. And I chose to do Noah today because yesterday I talked about Adam and Eve and like their stories kind of correspond and it's like kind of like consecutive. And you know, we haven't really been doing that on this podcast. So why not try something different, right? We've been going completely out of order. But I'm like, okay, let me just be a little organized for like five minutes, right? <laughs> So yeah, here we are. We are in the book of Genesis chapter 5. Um, you know, I we talked about Adam and Eve yesterday and about, you know, how God created them and the serpent and how that's where, you know, evil came from. You know, the Lord did create that serpent, that snake, and he betrayed him and there was the start of evil. Um, so... Adam and Eve were fruitful because, again, the Lord loved his creation. He was like, you know what? I'm going to spare y'all because we need to get things moving. We need more babies, right? So we were put on the planet for. So Adam and Eve um, had Cain and Abel. And, you know, that's why I called them rugrats last episode because they rugrats. You know, Cain was jealous of Abel and he killed him. Here we are, first introduction to murder in the Bible. Wonderful, right? Again, these things have always been around these are just things that came with the evil that began early early stages of humanity so Cain kills Abel and um I don't really the story's not really that detailed so I didn't really feel like an episode would be you know I didn't think it needed an episode we're talking about it now and we're gonna move on um because Adam he lived to be 930 years old And I'm not lying. That's what the Bible says. 930 years, bro. That is exhausting. Like, God, 930 years. I mean, I wish, you know, I know that we all feel like we don't want to die. You know, we want to maybe sometimes feel like it'd be great to be immortal. But 930 years, bro. That's a lot. Um, I'm tired for him. That's exhausting. I hope he is resting in heaven and just enjoying because God, 930 years on this earth, that's insane. Um, so, you know, the, he remained fruitful. 930 years sounds crazy in our time, you know, um, but these were very different times. God was, you know, 
in the flesh, in the present, not in the flesh. <laughs> he was in the flesh. Not yet, though. Um, God was very present. I mean, he's present now. But in these times, I mean, he was, you know, miraculously restoring humanity. And, you know, I like to think that he was experimenting with us. Maybe he realized, you know what, y'all don't need to be alive for 930 years. I don't know. I I have questions, God. But anyway, so they were very fruitful, Adam and Eve. Um, they had lots of babies, and their son Seth is actually the uh, where Noah came from. Um, you know, he's from Noah is from Seth's family line. Um, and at this point, you know, humanity began to increase. You know, they kept reproducing. Everybody was being fruitful. We're just doing what we're told. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're just here to have babies, have fun. You know, live a good life, follow the Lord. Um, and so, lots of humans were populating the planet. And, um, you know, because Eve started this whole evil thing, you know, there was a lot of evil and wickedness of humankind. Um, and it says in the Bible that the Lord regretted making humans. Now, in my mind, I'm picturing pure chaos. I'm picturing that, like, things got out of hand. You know, that evil trait, those evil tendencies that carried on. I would imagine it was pretty bad for God to feel regretful. I mean, it had to have been pure chaos. It had to have been dangerous. It had to have been pretty monumental negatively for the Lord to do what he did next. Um, you know, and not everybody was evil and wicked, you know, but majority of them had to have been for him to do this. So Noah was a very righteous man and um, he walked faithfully with the Lord. He was he was a good man. He believed in God. He served the Lord. Um, so he was one of the few, you know, good during these times, he had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And um, God came to Noah and he told Noah that in seven days, the earth was going to be destroyed. He was going to wipe out humanity. He was done. He was tired. He said, I've had enough. I'm sick and tired of it. We're done. 40 days and 40 nights wiped out. I'm talking gone. Um, and so he told Noah these plans. And among these plans... God told Noah exactly, specifically how to build an ark that would withstand the storm. We all know this story, right? I always feel like we all know this story. And I may, you know, I don't want to offend anybody if you weren't raised in a church and you don't know this story, you know, doesn't set you aside or make you make us any better. Um, it's just that if you did grow up in a church or if you were exposed to any kind of spirituality, any kind of religion, you know, Christianity, this was one of the main stories as a child. You know, this is a, a story that appeals to children because, you know, we're talking about a big bow and flood and animals. So, you know, this is one of, you know, there's movies on this. It's a very iconic moment in the Bible, early in the Bible, one of many, right? Um, and so he told Noah exactly how to build this ark that would withstand the storm. I mean, there's literally cubic measurements in the bible go ahead and open it to chapter five i'm not making this up like specific where like areas to put the doors you know how tall it needs to be i'm like baby you had the most powerful force on your team you know what i mean noah was very blessed um you know along with that the lord instructed him to take two of all living creatures male and female on the ark with him. And right there at that point, I'm like, why did Noah not forget the roaches? I hate roaches. And I just, I wish Noah would have left them so they would have been wiped out and we didn't have them. 
God, I mean, ew. And I'm thinking about, ew, were there, was there just two, a mom and a dad roach on this boat? Ew, where were they? And how did they not get killed through all of this, you know? <laughs> I, I mean, obviously, the grace of God was protecting every creature on that ark. But I'm like, ew, there were roaches on there. Why couldn't Noah forget the roaches? I don't know. <clears throat> did roaches evolve from something else? I don't know. I'm blaming Noah for it because I hate roaches and we don't need them. I'm just kidding. We do need them. I'm sure that they serve a very good purpose. I just, you know, why couldn't like a horse accidentally step on one on the ark or something? Like, you know, I don't even mind spiders. I don't mind most insects, but the roaches we could have done without. They should have been left off the ark. They do more damage than good, right? I don't know. I'm talking about myself. <laughs> I'm just like cursing the roaches right now. Um, so at this point, Noah was 600 years old. Poor Noah, right? You 600 years old. How did they look at 600 years old? Like, did they even look human at that point? Or did God restore their youth? Like, did he still look like a good, like, middle age? Not middle age, you know, maybe like a 65, 70-year-old man. Because in the movies, he looked like he was about 80 years old. So I don't know. I'd like to think that like if God's going to let you live that long, he's going to restore you somehow, right? Like you got to your organs got to be working, you know, skin's got to be somewhat decent, but you know, Adam and I went to this Methodist church to uh yesterday and we uh, <laughs> we walked in there and we were we were we were experimenting different churches and we went to this Methodist church down the street from us and the the usher that greeted us, he was like Oh my God, it's so nice to see young people in here. You know, I remember when I used to look human and I was like, what? I mean, he was an old man, but I was like, you look human, sir. Like, don't, don't diss yourself like that. It was so cute. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, did Noah not look human? Like 600 years old? Anyway, so here comes this flood. You know, I, I wonder if like people... You know, in the movies, it shows that, like, when Noah was building this ark, everybody's like, what are you doing? Like, and he's telling people, you know, what's going on. And they're like, mm, whatever. I I would I want to know, like, were people, like, looking at him crazy? Because when you do something bold, like, like this is bold. You know, how, how did that make him feel? Were people judging him? Were people, you know, concerned? Did people believe him? As wicked as the world must have been, I would imagine not. I would imagine no one was walking with the Lord. And that's why the Lord had enough. He was fed up. He's like, I don't have enough followers. And I created you guys to be beautiful in my word, my eyes, my ways. And you're not listening. So, you know, I'm just curious. Like, how did Noah feel? You know, he must have felt the pressure, you know, of other people seeing him do this big, bold thing. Um, he must have maybe felt a little embarrassed, but at the same time, when you know the Lord and you're confident in your spirituality and you know that God is good and God is faithful, that's really all you need, right? We tell ourselves that it's easier said than done. So, you know, we don't know what, what Noah went through mentally, um, but we know that God got him through it. And it is a very hard, bold thing for him to do. Um, but hey, he got to live. You know what I'm saying? He like. I'm I am golden like this flood is coming I'm gonna be chilling in the ark for 40 days and 40 nights my family's gonna be okay like you know not only him his family is being spared it's like you know Noah had a great setup but but for good reasons you know Noah was righteous the word righteous is just to describe somebody like that in the bible that's beautiful and that's literally the word that is used to describe Noah in the bible so it really puts meaning to 
you know, who he was in God's eyes. Um, and so, you know, it ended up flooding for 40 days and 40 nights. It was so bad. The Bible says that like mountains were covered. Like this was an intense flood. And I'm like just picturing this big old ark, like just rising with the waters. You know what I mean? And I mean, for mountains to be covered, that is high. I'm scared. That's crazy. Um, you know, but God is good and God was good to Noah and God was using Noah to start over, you know, to, to let's, let's try this again. Let, like, let's start all over. Eve ruined it for everybody. Just kidding. I keep blaming Eve, <laughs> you know, <laughs> blame the woman, right? Don't they always do that <laughs> when you're married? They do. <laughs> That's another story. <laughs> um, this water was amongst them for 150 days total. That's a long time. We're talking 40 days, 40 nights and another 150 days. Oh my God, sir, sir, you know, but there was enough food on there for them, I'm guessing. You know, God told Noah just how much food he would need. And then I'm like, who's taking care of all the animals? Like, what? Like, was it just, you know, it was obviously him, his three sons, did their wives. Was that enough people to take care of all the animals? You know what? I guess God was feeding them too. He had to have been feeding the horses and all the other things. There's a lot of animals. In the movies, you just see floods of animals in the ark. Um, I keep going back to the movies. You know, when you make a movie about something in the Bible, it sticks with us, right? Um, so then after that, the water ends up receding. And, um, you know, Noah and his family come out the ark. And, you know, God tells him, here you are. We're starting over. Um, I need you all to be fruitful. And let, let's try this again. Um, and at that point, Noah builds an altar to the Lord with some sacrifices, you know, and, um, God came to Noah and said that he would never destroy mankind again. Um, and so for me, what that does is God realized like, you know what? I'm, I made mankind. Why, why would I destroy them? God realized like he did make us perfect he did make us beautiful. God's like, you know, I was acting up. I think I took things out of proportion. You know, it was must have been such a different time. You know, like I said, it must have been chaos. I'm picturing pure chaos. But God realized, you know, these are my people. This is my creation. Like, people that I created. And, and I'm not going to destroy them again. It's like a second chance. Humanity was given a second chance. In the eyes of the Lord, we are perfect. He acted up. We all act up, right? You know, he took things out of proportion. He was like, man, I probably should have done that. But then at the same time, y'all was being bad. Y'all was wiling. Let's start over, right? <laughs> so I think that like choosing somebody like Noah to start over was was a good idea. You know, and I get where, where God was coming from. I get why he did it. You know, let's, you know, we need Noah's genes to fill the earth, right? We need righteousness everywhere. But I don't think that's what happened. You know, and we think, I mean, we don't think. We know that we live in a very scary time. It, it's, it's scary. There's a lot of, a lot of evil in the world. But I have to think that this, what happened when God did this big thing and wiped out humanity, I have to think that this was worse. Now, there are no details to display that. But I have to think that this had to have been worse. Um, and it's just, for me, it brings positivity and it brings assurance knowing, like, we're okay. We're going to be okay. 
God is in control. And yes, there, I'm not justifying any of the evil that we are surrounded by, you know, and in these times and scary times, we need to all seek the Lord. We need to bring everybody to God um, because it's scary. And I have to think that this had to have been worse. Whatever wickedness and evil was surrounding, you know, mankind at this time, it, I think it had to have been worse for God to completely wipe them out. Um, and he ain't wiped us out yet right <laughs> i mean we're doing good there's a lot of a lot of beauty in the world you know you look at churches you look at you know nonprofits you know even things like hospitals doctors i mean we live in a beautiful time science is so evolved i mean medicine we live in a beautiful time amongst all the evil there is a lot of good and in it's very hard sometimes to look at that because social media the news all of those things they cloud the good you know because we get on the news and we hear about shootings and we hear about horrible things happening to people and it clouds all the good but there is so much beauty in the world in god's creation um and in times of darkness we need to focus on that we need to focus on the fact like you know i feel like it was worse then i feel like it had to have been pure chaos I don't think we needed details on what was going on because, man, I <laughs> I don't want to be honest. I don't want to know. I don't I really don't. It was a much different time. So I can only imagine what was going on, you know, geez. And, and in the Old Testament, like I said, things were crazy. Um, so the Lord, again, he kept his promise to not wipe us all out. Um, and, yeah, I think that seeing the beauty in God's creation is how to move forward in our time, in our days, in our age, in with everything that influences the negative and the evil that we are surrounded by. Looking at the beauty, you know, looking at the fact that, hey, we have medicine, we have a vaccine for COVID. I mean, we, we live in such a, a beautiful time. You know, we live in such a beautiful generation of advance. You know, we've have things, especially in the United States. I mean, we have things that other countries would literally do anything for. And I think we take that for granted. And this story, you know, of the evil that was going on kind of puts that in a perspective for me. And then, you know, I think about Noah and how righteous he was in following the Lord and the pressure that he must have felt. And, you know, he remained faithful and we are descendants from Noah, you know, cause everybody else was wiped out. So I came from Noah. I don't know about y'all, <laughs> but you know, it brings some kind of positivity, some light in me knowing like, Hey, you know what? We somehow all came from Noah. So there's good. There's gotta be some good in all of us. Right. Um, and that's just part of the message that I took from this story, you know, my messages that I'm pulling from these stories, they're not going to be painted picture perfect. They're not going to be what you hear in church. They're going to be coming from a 31-year-old woman, you know, millennial woman um, living in this day and age. And that's what I'm pulling from it. And it, it makes me feel a little bit more positive of our, you know, world moving forward and just trying to look at the beauty, um, the beautiful things that we are surrounded by, you know, and not focusing on the evil. And just seeking God, you know, because he is the, he is everything. He was and he is and just he always will be. And um, I think that's 
all for this episode and this message. I hope that you enjoyed it. Um, I hope I painted a good picture for you of Noah's Ark. I apologize that the roaches were not left out. <laughs> Still mad about that, but whatever. We got to deal with it, right? It was God's creation, God's plan. He's in control, not me, right? <laughs> but thank you so much for listening. And I hope you guys have a great Monday.